0: I'm you're watching Around Comics if you're on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or one of those places where we broadcast live every Tuesday Let's night go. or almost every Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, episode 377, what's happening, fellas? I'm Brian Salser. Always with me is Christopher Niesman and Thomas Caters. Hello. And Thomas Caters. Hola. Hola. Yes. Yes. What's going on?
1: Yes. Uh,
2: first of all, uh, th- thank everyone for the patience. We uh, we took a, a week off. It's uh, it's summertime. We had things going on. We had uh, we had barbecuing and, and kids swimming and chasing Flooding. ducks around the yard. Yeah. And yeah, floods. Yeah,
0: I just <laughs> want to say for the for like the first time in a long time, it wasn't me. I didn't. I was ready to go. <laughs>
2: you, I, you were fine. Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> usually it's me. I can't, something comes
1: I like, up. I can't. Do it.
0: Yeah, but. No, I was. I actually even tried to get fill-in guest at the last minute,
2: and it fell through. But uh, no one, nobody likes you. What you couldn't couldn't call Will.
0: I did. I asked Will. He was. He was. <laughs> uh, and then I asked uh, Tim Seeley, and he was not available last minute. He ended up not being able to do it. Um, but he does want to come back on the on the show sometime. Uh and then I was just like, well, fuck it, I'm not. I mean, it was it was like an hour before
2: you know, it mm. was was starting. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's just It's like good. I will just take the week off.
1: It's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, speaking of will, uh we mentioned it on this last week's episode of ACTV, uh which we're currently talking about uh Sweet Tooth and that's all over on the Patreon. Go uh, patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Plus Round Comics, you can check out that stuff. But uh, we are going to have a supplemental show, I would call it, that we're all looking forward to. Uh, about once a month, uh, Sal and our, our buddy Will Pfeiffer and myself are going to talk about all of the Quentin Tarantino movies in order. Even the ones he didn't direct. That's right. Uh, so that is K-Billy okay, Super Sounds podcast on this yeah. here feed.
0: It that's gonna be, be fun. fun i'm very excited about it i will not tarantino this
2: broadcast as so I tom can. we're talking tarantino. about sweet we're talking about sweet tooth tarantino. yesterday yesterday which we are both really enjoying sweet tooth it's great and then as i think that we're trying to wrap up the episode i mentioned that we're going to do the tarantino show a half hour later of sal just waxing poetic about Tarantino,
1: wax. like,
0: waxing poetically. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on Quentin. Tino. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to get no. started. Don't get me started, Chris. I yeah, let's do it now.
2: Yeah, so uh, so people got a, a good old preview of that because we went on for a while, which was was fun. So yeah, the Kate Billy Super Sounds uh, podcast. Look for that uh, here in a couple weeks, right after Sweet Tooth. Uh, we wrap that up this week. Um, Tom, how are you, sir? Oh, you look well
1: groomed. Oh yeah, I trimmed my beard recently. Yeah, I haven't taken a shower today yet, though, so I smell oh. terrible. <laughs> Incredibly smelly. Um, but yeah, quits his job. He stops. Yeah, <laughs> just stop showering. <laughs> just trim my beard. Just you know, sleeping yeah, sleeping in. Yeah, I'm of proud of you.
0: Stuff. I
2: was expecting. I was expecting more feral this week. Mm.
1: So. No, 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 no. Mm. Need to need uh, to keep myself looking looking good. Handsome as ever. Handsome as I am, exactly.
2: Well, you, um, you, sir, brought up a comic uh, while we were chatting about it uh, here the last few days that you wanted to talk about, and I know that Sal and I read it as well. Uh, do we want to jump in and uh, start talking about Infinite Frontier? Sure. Infinite. Oh, I Infinite. wanted.
1: To, I brought it up a couple of weeks ago, actually, so I had to reread it today mm. so I could remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> like, oh yeah that's right that's what happened to this i had to remember it so um, can, can i start this off with
2: a question just just yeah. for tom Um uh, what's what's going on because i don't know i'm not good with the with the current dc continuity oh i don't um, know what's re- going
1: on yeah. yeah
2: yeah i read most of their like black label books i don't yeah. read a lot of the the mainline books uh I have no idea what's going on with the multiverse
1: I have I, it, 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 it exists it has it always does. existed even <laughs> when they say it doesn't exist it exists it's simply uh, there, there is no um, or does it it, 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 it does. always does because it always comes back because it's the it's the unique selling proposition of the to use some marketing terms of the DC universe it's the unique. Feature of what makes the DC universe, the DC universe is the multiverse, not what makes Batman unique or Superman unique. What makes like, why, what makes the DC universe as sort of a meta piece of fiction, like interesting is that there is a multiverse. So it's always, you know, when they've tried to get rid of it, it comes back and then they kind of, well, it won't be all the earths. And then someone's like, "Ah, I yeah. wish there was more Earths." So it ends up just always kind of—you can't, you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't kind of, keep it away. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like plant, love.
2: Yeah, it's like planting mint in your garden
1: because yeah, once it that comes back, it's yeah, there. you're never getting rid of it. It always going to have you're always, always going to have some creators that want to play around with it because it's fun and sure. it's you know and uh, the the book that, which I quite enjoyed. I don't know what's going on in the DC universe either. I still quite enjoyed it. As uh, there was an something, that, something happened, <laughs> there was a crisis um, involved. People, uh, but people, you know, uh, it sort of harkens back to the uh, one of my favorite Astro City issues, where they had the issue about people. There was like a crisis, but people remembered it. Like some people remembered, like, "Oh, I used to have a wife, and now she doesn't exist anymore." You know, <laughs> like the idea of like normal people. You know, at one point, uh, Mr. Bones is like people are worried about a multiverse. They shouldn't even know there is a multiverse, <laughs> or like the idea of like yeah. you know the, the, the sort of um, existential existence of like oh, there's uh, you know uh, Red Arrow or Arsenal or whatever you want to call Roy Harper, or whatever version we get to see all of them. We get to see one. all of them, whatever one you are. Like he's come back from the dead a bunch of times, um, and. <laughs> Now is that is he a uh, the 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 last panel of the yeah. Black Lantern, yeah, yeah. The
0: Black Lantern, and yeah. that's because he's died so many times. Is that I
1: guess, yeah. I mean, you see all his different incarnations as sort of yeah. manifestations of his power. I mean, I I thought it was pretty fun. I mean, anytime I guess you can see Captain Carrot, you know, hey, in the story, right? And you're like, oh, and President Superman, and like. Uh, you know, it's it. Th- you can see awesome. why the multiverse never stays too far away anymore because it's sort of like, wouldn't you like to put Captain Carrot in this story? You know, like it just seems like, yeah, yeah, why not? This seems fun. We should do this, right? And uh, you know, just the way that, um, you know, the the zero issue we talked about that how it was sort of like, what is going on? I don't know anything that's happening in there. Thankfully, this issue was a little more of an actual. Coherent story, or at least you kind of understand what's going on. You know, at least I had forgotten bit.
2: about that zero issue because it was the zero fucking, issue is just like what is happening? Oh, it was
1: in- incomprehensible. The only part that made any sense was the Flash part where he was going to go around and explore the multiverse, which you see in there, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. that's a great way to use the Flash. It's great. It's fun. That was, Look,
2: that, was my, that was my favorite uh, scene of dialogue in this was um, you need to talk to the Flash which yeah, one
1: yeah Barry Allen
2: what you want yeah there was and a certain started...
0: clever dialogue in it I thought there was yeah mm, there was a bunch of different moments where I was like oh that's
2: that's a really nifty little piece of dialogue someone you know yeah. who wrote yeah, it? because yeah. it, it was it was I it was entertaining I, I enjoyed it uh, Joshua
1: Williamson ah,
2: Joshua yeah Joshua Williamson.
1: and the art was cool by I'm gonna Zermanico sure yeah I think that's probably good close enough, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it', it, it it's, you know it's funny because you always see like there's certain characters that like, um, and I'm referring to like the flashpoint Thomas Wayne Batman. like yes. that character just won't ever go away because people want to play with it, you know, like so he's always gonna get dragged into stuff. and it's just always interesting. Why to see when characters sort of achieve that status of like, I oh, someone that. wants to play with this character. Like, some, he's just somewhere. always going to kind yeah. of be around whenever there's yeah. like, a some need. sort of, yeah, some yeah. sort of story like this. It'll be like, oh, I'm going to grab that Batman. For whatever reason, you know, I didn't love Flashpoint way back when. I didn't really like a lot of the stories that came out of it. But for whatever reason, the Thomas Wayne Batman that sort of stuck with people. Somewhere, the...
2: somewhere around here, I have the Wayne Casino chips.
1: Is that it? that fell.
2: No, the Tom, Tom just lost his coaster.
1: Yeah, my coaster fell off the bottom <laughs> of my sweaty drink.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, I have some. They're around here somewhere. The uh, yeah, the it, do you remember they were given those out at comic shops? I think the Wayne Casino poker chips. I don't remember. Yeah, but that was all part of the flash.
0: One stuff. of the many tchotchkes of things yes. over the years. I probably have one somewhere. I don't even. I don't even Some know. of the garbage
1: handed out, of course, has to forge through his. Oh, system. he's got digging. I gotta find these
0: casino chips. Yeah, <laughs> it's somewhere. I'm, I may need it. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was interesting. I thought, it was, like you said, it is fun. The multiverse is just fun. You can have fun with it. And and this issue, I thought, did have fun with it in in a bunch of different ways. And like I said, I thought it was, I thought there was some really clever uh, writing. I, I, I really liked the scene with um, Mr. Bones and the woman who I don't know who that is. is, it, is uh, who that is Chase something. I think. Yeah, I forget what she's from. It. But I, I thought their dialogue was very well written. Um, it started with her, you know, sort of enjoying her her dessert, and then it ended with her losing her appetite from his, from the conversation. And I just thought, oh, that's a that's a really clever, like really well, you know well written yeah pages where it's an actual, you know sort of um interesting dialogue like it's, you know, they're just sort of talking. it's very much just you know talking heads in this in this couple of pages, yeah. But it still made the dialogue interesting, just to have a clever, you know, kind of close to it, and, and that sort of dessert sweet tooth kind yeah. of thing run through the the whole uh, conversation. So I thought uh, th- those couple of things really um, uh, that, and then even like the beginning, the opening scene with Monpa Kent, or yeah, right, they are uh, from Earth twenty three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, who, who why would someone ship us a Batman? <laughs> like, yeah. That was a great line. Like, why you know they're they're just driving along and bam, yeah. another ship falls out of the sky, and they're like,
1: Again, really? <laughs> yeah. this
0: episode, and it's Batman, but it's not their Batman. And
1: they're <laughs> yeah. just more annoyed about it than anything. Uh, it's like, uh, we got extra Batman. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> one of the things I thought was interesting about this book was sort of the um the groundwork or, or the, the atmospheric sort of uh, idea that not everyone believes that the multiverse is real, yeah. that there's this sort of, you know, people that think it's a conspiracy that the superheroes are per- perpetrating it um, to sort of, you know, control people, that kind of stuff. And obviously very topical with, you know, our <laughs> world yeah. and, the conspiracy theories that are going on, the multiverse so that
2: was, is fake news. It's fake news.
0: Yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, which I mean, you know, if you if you look at it, sort of not in a necessarily political way of just and just sort of like how people would react to something like that. Of course, you would have people that would never believe it. No, you know, you know what I mean. They would it, people that believe the Earth is flat and that the, we never went to the moon and you know what i mean and vaccines are bad for you somehow so of course there would be people and it doesn't make them bad people but it's just like yeah you would have a, a certain amount of people um that just don't believe it that just that uh, you know they can't comprehend it or or um you know their brain just can't process it so they can't they can't possibly believe it so i, I thought that was kind of interesting and then of course I'm a sucker whenever you change art styles depending on the sort oh, of the yeah, yeah. Page, Right, the, the page with the flash where he just like uh, did all the styles of the flash, yeah. all the, yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, that's, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. But yeah, that's, I thought that's when, that's
2: when, that's when comic booking is good whenever you, whenever you dive in and actually use the medium to, to tell the story. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's neat you know, little visual tricks. Like,
0: big books sometimes that stuff isn't really thought out that well and yeah. or, or it's not not that it's not thought out but i just think it's sometimes hard to to add those little flourishes when you're working on a monthly schedule and yeah you may not have time to do it but
1: yeah sometimes it's hard to have one artist do an entire issue yeah right well, one of these <laughs> big event type things so yeah for sure yeah but you get to yeah. see Psycho Pirate. That's always fun. Psycho Pirate, oh, it is. He is always fun, isn't he? But
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So hearkening back to the original Crisis, right? Like, yep. Uh, yeah,
1: Flash and Psycho Pirate.
0: But there seems to be something different going on, and
1: They're the not boss, buddies, whoever so. Psycho
0: Pirate's boss is, any idea, any guesses as to who that is? I mean, we see. I mean,
1: it's, he's got the Omega thing on him, <laughs> so I assume. I'm gonna so, guess Dark Side.
2: Might be Dark Side. might be Dark Side. <laughs> We're gonna put the smart money on Darkseid. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. Darkseid's a great bad guy. Great bad guy. We'll get into this when we talk about the Legion. But yes, which I'm always. uh, I'm always. I've come as I've gotten older to sort of appreciate how, sort of the Darkseid's such a quintessential villain. Like he will never lose. He'll lose like. Every individual storyline, but like in the mm-hmm. end, you know, Darkseid exists. He's always back. Like if you go far enough in the future, Darkseid's in the future. If you get like you can't, you can but, be like you can win your six issue arc, but he's always around and he yeah. always like you. You is, win, you win when he goes back to Apocalypse. Yeah, and so and that's like, the end of the
2: story. And he's just
1: he, he's and, like, hey, you got me, and he finds yeah. a way back. Yeah. Love it. Love, love a good Dark Side appearance. Hopefully, he, like just hangs out in the Flash's house or something.
2: <laughs> like, he's in, uh
1: he's looking for someone. You know? Like, yeah, like Mister, yeah, you know, Mister Miracle when Darkseid was just sitting on his couch eating dip, like waiting, for <laughs> 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 waiting so for be,
2: You know, hey, everybody's got to relax from time to mm-hmm. time.
1: Family, right? I mean, you know, your family, yeah. uh,
2: exactly. Uh, a world
1: killing. No no reason to put on airs. <laughs> families when your family's visiting? <laughs> that is kind of funny,
0: yeah, <laughs> it, it was uh,
1: it was good. it was a book. good book. Good. yeah. I'll read yeah. the next one. I can't say that for a lot of things these days. Where I remember <laughs> to try and read, remember to try and read the next one.
2: And it's right. and it's it's good and bad. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of bad comics out there that you're like,
1: eh.
2: But for yeah. me, there's a lot of really good comics out there that I'm like, oh, I'll read this when it's collected yeah. or whenever it's you know whenever it's through the first story arc and that. I'll happens. snag
1: this one as it comes out.
2: I just yeah. better get yeah. Captain Carrot, I wanna, I wanna, mm. you know. I bet you don't do get, get some
0: Captain Carrot. I, I better. That was my first. That was like my first comic book. I think that I ever bought was a Captain we, Carrot comic. Yeah, I'm you said sure. that
1: before. We should do. We should do a book of the month sometime about Captain Carrot. Captain Carrot. <laughs> I don't know if I could read. it. I don't know if I want to read it again, and I don't know. Uh, my son likes it. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it holds up pretty well as like a. I don't know if you should really read like ten right in a row
2: yeah. but, um,
1: they're not built quite that way, but the art in them is awesome and it's you know pretty light animal humor funny, but there's lots of you know continuity jokes and jokes about right. like villains and you know it's it's done in a very clever fashion
0: who uh do you know who wrote or or drew that that stuff back then do
1: you <laughs> Off the top of your head Scott screen. Shaw. Oh, Scott Shaw. I think I think of it. Not, um, I want to make sure let we do our usual round of like uh Googling, not remembering things, not remember. Ah, no, you guys, I'm right. Oh, Scott. Roy Thomas and Scott Shaw.
0: Oh, there we go.
2: Roy Thomas wrote that. Yeah, see, I did not know that. I started with a good, good one.
0: I knew quality back then, even when I was 11 year old. I think I was 11. Maybe I was younger. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. But. Uh Wayne says I have a John hey, Constantine Wayne.
2: business card that I got in San Diego. So see he's got he's, he's got, got I, I think craft. his Chazki his Chatsky beats my Chazki. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying, trying to think. Yeah, what's your favorite like That's comic? Cool. Wait, here's some good Real ones. You. Um, you what um
0: I had um, an awesome dark horse well, I had a watchman pin that I got mm. like in the eighties and I can't find it. I don't know what happened to it. Um but I bought another one. That'd be a good one. Oh a Legion Ring. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Do you remember that was yeah. that was probably what, like eight, nine years ago? DC was pretty good about doing all the rings. I think I've got every one of the lantern Yeah, they had all
1: the lantern rings.
2: rings. Yeah, and then they did the the Legion ring after that. That's so yeah, okay. I like that. it whenever they do the little giveaways.
0: I have my Green Lantern. I like that.
2: I have a full-size Green Lantern. That's right. You actually have a Green Lantern.
0: I do. Yeah, Yeah. I have a Green Lantern. I don't have a whole lot of comic-related crap anymore. I've kind of gotten rid of a lot of it over the years. I have some, but not... I had a Dark Horse pin that was like a nice... Yeah, I got a long time ago that was pretty cool.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- this, was, this wasn't this wasn't a giveaway. That's uh that's a GCPD badge that was uh from the uh Dark Knight movie in Chicago. Wow. so eBay. Uh, nice. uh no, maybe. actually a, a friend of mine who was cop in, in Chicago um gave it to me. It was one of the one of the props. Oh, there you go. I, I have I have
0: sent- illegal that you own that. Yeah, I've
2: I've I've since seen other ones like hit eBay and that kind of stuff. I think they made a lot of them. So
0: probably, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't I do fight the urge a lot to buy that stuff. Oh, I have something right here. I was I was looking around like, what do I have on my desk? And here's the only thing I have on my desk. It is a, um, it is a bottle of cyanide from super, uh, the super spy was it Jeff Lemire's Super Spy? Remember Super Spy? Yeah. Uh,
2: it was Ken. no, yeah. Oh, was
0: Ken. it Mac? Yeah.
2: Oh Super yeah, Spy I right. think I've got it some of those. Bottle of I, mean, right.
0: I still have that. That's
2: that's He was like giving because those away. Cuz um, that is actually what I was going to talk about tonight. So mind management? Yeah. I game. just wanted to mention. are talking about, about a game. I was going to mention it. <laughs> you uh, mentioned it twice already. Have I, or did I say I was going to mention it? No, you mentioned it. We've seen okay. it. We did I do the, yeah, like, the can... whole unboxing? <laughs> it's 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 really awesome. I will not. I will not fucking talk about it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> three <laughs> times is a lot. Three times it's awesome one game. It looks yeah. like a, it looks good. It looks like a hefty box. It well, is.
2: You could you could murder be. someone with it. Yeah, it's. Let me put it this way: It was the Kickstarter was like I think it was like ninety bucks. Um, I don't feel cheated at all. I mean, it's you should, it's it's really well made, it's super cool. So, but yeah, that's uh, that no, was his bottle of science.
1: Who are you gonna play it with?
2: Um, uh, now that we're we have a every week gaming <laughs> group, so
0: oh, okay, yeah,
2: nerd, yeah, nerds. <laughs> Nerd. No one will know mind management,
1: but you guys. I got this game. This, I guess this it's actually
2: awesome
1: game a comic that no one's read. Yeah. I, I've got to play it. But we'll it looks see. like one of those games that I loved when I was a kid. That was mostly setting it up in very little time. Like <laughs> playing. I remember when I was a kid, I had this. There was this Buck yeah. Rogers board game that was fucking complicated stuff. to play. <laughs> that's like that's not. Yeah, like. <laughs> So I, I usually spent just most of my time setting it up because it had all this little, all this shit you could do, you know? So it was, like, perfect for, like, lots a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, lots of parts. But no no one wanted to play the film. First of all, it was Buck Rogers. No one gave a shit. Second of all, it was complicated. Like, it was, like...
0: <laughs> I used to play... Uh, so I had a game back in, I don't know, this is probably either late 80s or early 90s, and it was called... I think it was called Supremacy... And it was basically like it was sort of like risk except with nuclear weapons and it was incredibly complicated and it took forever to play and I loved playing it and I could never get anyone to play it more than once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was super it just took forever to to kind of I'm, try, I'm trying out. to find this game. Oh okay, I found it. I found it. I'm to Yeah, is. I'm I'm looking at it. Oh yeah, no. It's so kind so complicated. It's... Supremacy was pretty complicated. It was uh
0: I feel bad my son is the same way I am with like he likes complicated games and he like he loves risk. Risk is his favorite game to play, and no yeah. one will play it because it takes eleven hours to play a
2: game of fucking risk. Yeah,
1: and he's got the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Still, one of, still oh. one of
2: my favorite Seinfeld
1: episodes. <laughs> I, I I did like uh I did like. It was called Buck Rogers Battle for the 25th Century. Game involved lots of tiny soldiers. (laughs) Like you look at the image, you're like, "Oh my god, who's gonna play this?" Twelve year old, (laughs) twelve year old Tom Caters wanted to play it really badly. Did you guys ever
0: know anyone that played like those, uh, like war? Those you know, like strategic war games. I don't know the names of any of them, but like you know, with all the miniatures, it would, it'd be like oh, like oh. Axis and
1: Allies. Yeah, Axis, That's uh, Axis and Allies. That, I, I yeah. tried. That was another game that I always wanted to play, but spent more time setting up. Yeah. Than like, This is complicated. Like, oh there man. was
0: a there was a game shop by us, and there were guys in there that would play that game, and it was like I would I would watch for a little while and. I was just, like, how do you possibly enjoy this? Like, how could you possibly enjoy playing it? Yeah.
1: It seems so tedious, but yeah. I always used to look at it like it's the, people that
2: love tedium
1: at the comic book. Yeah, it's the right type of tedium. Um, <laughs> I used to look you when, yeah, at the comic book store, I used to go to in Green Bay. Yeah, they had board games like that, and I'd always like look at the Axis and Allies game, and I'd be like, "Oh, that looks fucking sick!" <laughs> I'm like, "I won't play that." Won't. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: although I played Warhammer and
1: yeah, you
2: know,
0: like that too. So I'm sure that that was just as tedious to people. I mean, yeah,
2: I was uh we used to play uh yeah Mech Warrior, Mech Warrior, yeah, or. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: what was the one Blood Bowl? You ever played Blood Bowl? It was I mean, the, the Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl was a was basically football with like orcs and <laughs> trolls and D monsters awesome. in armor. Awesome. Yeah, and it was miniatures that you'd paint and everything, and but you, then you would basically play a football game, but it was all like medieval monsters. So it was actually it was actually a pretty fun game for.
2: That's hilarious. I think it,
0: I think it, that that came out of um, Warhammer or something, but. I I did play that for a little while at one point in my life.
1: I mean, that eventually just led to me... All those games led me to, like, also doing the same thing with, like, role-playing games where I would just read, like, source books. (laughs) And And, never play. Yeah. You know, I get, like, the... I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja... Like, I got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role-playing game, you know, kind of before... I knew it was a comic book, you know, like, Oh, okay. Because I mean, I, I you know I'm younger than you guys. So really my first exposure to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it was, was cartoon. The, the cartoon, right? Like, the, I kind of,
2: ca- the cowabunga. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, Turtles.
1: I didn't know it was a comic book. So like I saw the role-playing game and I got the role-playing game and I was like, what the hell is this? Cause it was much more based on, Oh, it was more, the it book. Was the, which is fucking dark. And fucking gruesome. Yeah, it was cool. I loved it. That's how I found out that it was a comic book. Was I was like, wait yeah. a second, what is this? You yeah. know, and, uh, uh, but I, mean, I don't think I ever actually played it more than like, oh, gosh, maybe like two or three times because, like, my friends liked, who like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't like the game because the game wasn't really like the cartoon. Cartoon. There was also video games existed. <laughs> you know like yeah. there was the teenage mutant ninja turtle like arcade game which you, could it is am- in,
0: like, you know like it does amaze me that like there's a there seems to be a resurgence of RPGs right like stranger things i think we've talked about like dungeon dragons has had
2: this i
0: think dungeon dragons yeah. said
2: they had their best year ever last oh, year they're, they're, yeah it was like it's not even it's not even a renaissance it is a new golden age for them
0: yeah and uh, you know role playing games in general I think are heavy, but it's it's funny like to think at a time when we are separated and there are there's more entertainment that you can stream more video games mm-hmm. more things you can do like people are going back to like rolling dice and, and playing characters on paper which is cool to me yeah. like I I've mm-hmm. always been a fan of RPGs but it's interesting um That that is having such a, 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 you know, rebirth with people um, in this day and age where it's like, I mean, because when I was 13, 14 years old, I mean, there were video games, but they weren't like today's video game. You know what I mean? Like Call of
2: Duty.
1: Duty. (laughs) Yeah, there was no. When you, you think about today's video games, though, too, you know, today's video games are built around you have to spend a certain amount of time yeah playing it like so like mm-hmm. the premium has been put on like you know like old video games right? well you know you talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game if you knew all the tricks you could speed run through it there is no like right amount of time right so like you know gaming has become you know even when I look at how, how my son plays games you know where he plays like um, Minecraft and stuff like that like the focus is far more on, like, depth of playing than I think when I was a kid and I played video games and it was about, like...
0: Getting to the end.
1: Getting to the end, you know, which is still obviously part of the game, right? Like, every game has that, right? Like, if you're playing a story. But so much more effort, I think, is put into games to give it that depth, like, to play for a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like... You know, racing through it—you can't race through it. It's designed not to be raced through. Like you have to—is designed take not- a certain amount of time to. It's
2: it's even though I think there's been a little bit of pushback on that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Assassin's Creed, the last three of them have been hundred hour plus games. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to pretty much go through everything, it's going to take you a hundred hours. That's a really yeah. long time, and then um, um, uh, the Outer Worlds came out last year, and it was kind of you know louded because it was twenty um, uh, hour game time. It's yeah. and it's uh, it's basically the people that did Fallout, and it's like thank God here is a story driven game that I can actually play through in less than a no day,
1: reasonable amount of time. Yeah,
2: yeah I, it, twenty hours. That's if I play, you know, an an hour or two a night. It's only going to take me a week or two, you know. not three fucking months. <laughs>
1: but you, you know, it was funny back before we stopped working in offices. We had um, we would always have like a a, a white elephant party at work where people mm-hmm. would give um, give some. One year, someone brought a uh, Dungeons and Dragons source books i forget what it was as oh. a joke gift that no one would want and it ended up being, like the gifts that people kept snagging <laughs> everyone it wanted. everyone wanted it yeah so i ended up it's on my desk at work i gotta go hopefully no one snags it and steals it <laughs> before it gets sent back to me but it ended up being like a hot item like uh that you know which is funny you know i work with a lot of people younger than me and people wanted the Dungeons and Dragons book, you know, not that I think they were going to play it, but it was just like fun to have on your desk. The nostalgia of it, right yeah, elsewhere. and like flip through it and things like that. And Wayne, yes, I have, I did have the Atlas of the DC Universe Role Playing Manual. <laughs> Never played it. Loved sure. it that it had a map though, that told you where. You know, the DC Universe. There's like the cities. Don't you know? It's like, well, what is Metropolis? You know, and it's like, is it New York or is it and, and that they made the bold move of like putting things on a map. So it was like, this is exactly where Gotham City is. You know, like <laughs> this is exactly. Uh, it was like in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, Which I thought was really funny at the time because I was like, you, there's always like a playful sort of like, yeah, you don't quite know. Right where they are, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, Central cities here. You know, <laughs> like, like, I
0: kind of remember that because, like, like Central yeah. City, yeah, Central City was like Iowa or something, wasn't it? Like, wasn't Central yeah. City, like,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: West and it was,
2: and- it was funny because, I mean, they kept all of the major cities. I mean, you're just, you're not gonna like pretend that LA isn't there, you know. But now there is. It's like they basically like doubled the major cities in the country because well, they had to come up with. I, it's like where the fuck it, do you put Star City, you know?
1: They someone explained it once. I can't remember. If this was just like a thing people said, or if it was in that book, is like the Earth is actually like twenty percent bigger in the DC universe to accommodate <laughs> the fake places. Plus, That's a long way places. to go
2: to to say. Yeah, well, we it's like this is how it. it
1: is. It's like I'm well, like, God, how many huge cities? I, but yeah, I mean, I, I think about all the time I spent looking through the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role playing game <laughs> book. When I was a kid, there's like another one that was like, uh, I read like the to... role playing game. I don't think I ever yeah. saw that one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I missed that, that one.
0: Uh, at one point I, I had a copy of it and, uh, you can get it now.
2: I think they reissued it. You can Interesting. get it. Yeah. yeah, that's you know that was always weird to me. The idea of buying a an RPG that was based on like a single property as opposed to like a world. It's like like yeah. Star Frontiers. I don't know if you guys ever played Star Frontiers. You know that was it was basically Dungeons and Dragons for uh, mm. for sci-fi nerds. It was. A I had a friend who was
1: very into Shadow Run when we were okay. in. Okay, yeah like 7th grade. So I, and and he was aggressive about actually playing it. So I did actually <laughs> play it. Unlike my other friends where we would just mostly fuck around with like the source book and like spend more time like making characters than like actually playing. Playing than actually playing, yeah. you know.
0: I yeah. played a lot of games. A lot of our a lot of role playing when I was younger might be and I it was weird. I actually met my like in junior high, I met the friends that I would know pretty much the rest of my life. All, you know, all through high school, at our twenties, and I, I don't really hang out with them much anymore. One or two of them, but um, but I met them because of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and you know, I was a nerd, and I, you know, I had a, a really good friend in grade school, and we were both nerds. We both, you know, he kind of got me into comics, and then he kind of got me into role playing games, and. And then uh, he moved away Uh, and so it was, I was just sort of like a lonely nerd. I didn't have any friends that played, you know, role-playing games didn't, but I had like the Dungeons and Dragons books. And I remember I brought in junior high, like, I don't know why I brought like the dungeon master's guide or the player's handbook, one of them to school. And I had it and this kid sees me and he's like, Hey, do you play Dungeons and Dragons? I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden he wanted to he wanted to know about it. And it was weird because they mm-hmm. I like I didn't expect him to really be into that stuff. Like the, and then he like introduced me to his group of friends that he grew up. They grew up they all grew up on the same block together. So they they've known knew each other since like kindergarten. And so I got to know them and I didn't expect them to really get into it. And they did. And then I got them into comic books and I turned them all into nerds, you know. <laughs> oh, know. Yeah, you ruined those guys. <laughs> Well, they didn't really get into it. I mean, they got into it for a certain amount of time like we and, mm-hmm. and and we played, you know, through high school, but then once cars and girls and that kind of thing, they kind of fell off from it. But I will say this, later on in our 20s, at one point I I <laughs> I actually uh sent them all handwritten and 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 vintage like ret not re- re- retro but i made scrolls this is how nerdy i was that's hilarious I, but in our 20s i made scrolls basically inviting them to play dungeons and dragons again you know after we were like yeah some of us were married we were already you know and i like sent them to their houses these like aged burnt i like burnt them <laughs> yeah and like And and I wrote it out. Did you have the wax seal? The whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing, dude. I did the whole thing, (laughs) and they all, like, we and we started playing it, but we started doing it like in like in a different way. Like we would do dinner in Dungeons and Dragons, so it was like somebody would cook, Mm. and we'd all bring wine and beer and stuff, and we would eat and drink and play Dungeons and Dragons in our and and we did that for a couple of years. You know, that's awesome. yeah it was really cool, like the fact that you know I had got those guys into it at one point we played in high school, then we kind of stopped but but then you know we we actually played
2: again, so it was yeah we 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 did a lot yeah, I, I love our a c d and d that we do, but there is nothing that replaces being in the same room with everyone and playing for you know oh, for for, sure for sure four or five hours, and yeah it's
1: it's yeah, great. I got I got that wrestling role playing game that I never got around to playing that I backed on Kickstarter. Maybe we should maybe we should get that Wait, going. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm sure we can get some.
1: Yeah, I started reading it. It was at the very beginning of the pandemic, and I was like, and then I realized how stressful the pandemic was, and didn't have time. To- I was like, I don't have time to do this. What am I thinking? Like, I'm not on vacation. <laughs> so do you, do you, like, in the
0: wrestling one, do you, like, have to cut promos? and? Yes, that's part of the game, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: <laughs> actually kind of cool.
1: I'll send a link to you guys. I, I backed it on Kickstarter. Yeah, it was great. It was called uh, – I'm just looking at it right now. It's uh, – I have the folder. I got to Take it off this before I give this laptop back. World- <laughs> Worldwide Wrestling 2nd Worldwide, Worldwide Wrestling second Edition. 2nd second Edition. The yeah. All right. We've done it a couple of th- times. It. Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, it, it definitely uh, scratched my source book itch. Huh? i would like, like, I want to read about rules. I will never, <laughs> I will never play where,
2: this game, but I'm going to read the fuck out of, fuck out rule, of these man. rules.
1: I'm going to imagine... <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm going to, like, look at... They got, like, sheets, ex- like, showing wrestling maneuvers <laughs> that you can try and, like... I mean, I'll send you she guys a levels. Oh, yeah, that's, exactly. That's awesome. Right, brother! It's I'm all about ready. getting a reaction from the crowd. You gotta it's get all about... You got to get the pop, pop dude. You got to get that heat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. you
1: got to nice. get me over,
0: man. You gotta. Yeah. I gotta I'm going to be a baby face,
1: and then I'm going to turn heel. And... Yeah, that's how the game works. I mean, it's, like, the meta like level of it is very it's really I'm, well done. Okay, I'll, I'll send you guys a link to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Nice. I'm sure there are a lot of like, I'm like I know guys and you know that are such huge wrestling fans. And uh and I'm sure that they would dig that dig that. But it, it is a fun like wrestling is another one of those like niche nerddoms Like there's a huge yeah,
2: and there's overlap and there's overlap with, with oh, yeah. comic fans a lot of them and a lot of I mean I haven't been interested in wrestling since I was probably I don't know
1: 13 years old I can see my son starting there's kids at school that like it mm-hmm. and he's starting to like Mention sure. wrestling things sometimes, or I'm like, What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. they're showing them some classic. Some... <laughs> listen, buddy. Well, <laughs> uh,
0: this here is bruiser, <laughs> brody. <Yeah. laughs> From, when I was How a you kid, know what
2: a
1: suplex is, yeah, you know, <laughs> when I was a kid, so you'd stay up late to watch Saturday night main event, and you didn't know if it was going to be Saturday Night Live or wrestling. You didn't know, like, sometimes it was Saturday Night Live, and sometimes it was wrestling. It might have been <laughs> wrestling. That's right. My son uh, got into
0: wrestling for a while, and we watched it for a while. We watched WWE again for a while, and I actually took him to uh, a couple of different things. But and he dug it. But then, as soon as he found out that it was fake, oh he yeah. it. He, just he lost it interest. In and although we yeah. did, we did still um, watch a little bit. But the, then the WWE just got so weird. Like it's gotten bizarre uh lately or at least the, you know over yeah. the last couple of years it's even more bizarre than normal but um and he just yeah he kind of lost all interest in it i'll turn it on everyone
1: more more bizarre than dink and doink yes.
0: <laughs> yes more bizarre than dink and
1: doink
2: well the, the next the next the next time you're in milwaukee i'll take you to this place um called vanguard fantastic sausages and you know, good, good bar. But what I love about them is that on all of their TVs, they uh, they play uh eighties era WWF. Nice, and it's fantastic.
0: I love all now. There's like this huge, you know. There's all sorts of biographies and documentaries mm. and behind the scenes stuff that you can watch.
2: And like, if you guys ever oh, watched the, the what or, or the what's the what's the show? Dark it's Ring. the, the uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side, yes. Yeah. Get, yeah, that's
0: excellent. Depressing. A lot of them are, mm-hmm. are incredibly depressing. Very rarely are
2: any of those stories like,
1: oh, hell Happy yeah. Endings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, I mean, just okay just, for him. <laughs> Like, just like, watch,
2: no. watch the movie, The Wrestler. That's oh, probably just like, pretty accurate. No, you
1: know? things didn't turn out good for any of them. I can't no. think of anyone. who Maybe the, uh, I mean The Rock probably it would be the
0: right. The acceptance. yeah. I think you'll have, you'll have more of guys of his generation that, but like those '80s guys. I mean, there was so much cocaine and yeah. steroid abuse, and just like it was such, it was so wild and yeah. insane. Uh, you know that I think you'll have guys now that are a little more. more. You know, like I think John Cena is probably going to be fun. Yeah. You know what I mean, like yeah. Stone Cold yeah.
2: and Boston seems to be pretty well together yeah. for the most yeah. part. they you know, yeah. Like, yeah. moved on. Yeah. Oh, I, like the, yeah, I think can Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant probably had I mean, he died younger than he should have, but I oh, mean he wasn't a tragic, was tragic though. I
1: mean yeah. the, his affliction yeah. was, a tra- was a tragic, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. not being yeah. able to fit in like a normal chair. Right. Yeah. right. But he also, but he also, <laughs> like
2: a... he also became an uber popular celebrity. Yeah, I bet he was very happy all the
1: time. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't true. think he, was. he wasn't that old when he died. Like how yeah. he was like forty something, you know. Like yeah, that's I, I would uh, guess like forty eight or something. Yeah, but
0: yeah, I mean the guy had to shit in a bathtub in Japan because yeah, man, that's legitimate.
1: Dude. Wow,
0: like he would he, he had to put like newspaper in a bathtub so that he could.
1: Uh, he was 47? <laughs> and, 47. Oh wow, 46,
0: 46 Shit, wow. He was beloved for sure. There was yeah. of, he was certainly beloved, but yeah, a lot of those stories they do not they do Ooh. like I just watched one that I think was produced by either um, the family or W. I don't know who, but it was it was very friendly to um, the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, it was oh. it, it was very okay. very friendly uh, and and kind. To him, and it was just like, yeah, that's even, and even still, even being as kind as they possibly could uh, to the, the the Ultimate Warrior story, it was still like, jeez, jeez, <laughs> just these guys are not, you know, average people. They're, this is not you know,
2: good for you. No. The and China still, one is very depressing to me. Yeah. I mean, the, there's an incredible amount of drugs, incredible amount of bad business deals, uh, uh, injuries pain. that, yeah, yeah. Pain, like real injuries. So I, they I all mean, cheat we, on their wives. They
0: all, oh. you know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's a crazy lifestyle. Like, you have to be yeah. crazy to get into it. You know, the, yeah. the, it's not, it, you know, yeah, you can't expect anyone that's going to do that for a living to necessarily be an. A well adjusted yeah. normal human being. Like, yeah, know
1: no you, way more like your occasional accountant wrestler, like IRS, <laughs> or <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, there's of course. More... I mean, obviously, he, yeah, well,
0: amazingly, like, uh, what's his name? The guy, <laughs> Mankind. So what's the, oh name? yeah he's
1: I mean he's got it pretty well together yeah but, I mean is. physically he's probably oh he's disaster
0: physically but
1: probably good writer he's written some good books yeah mm-hmm. he's a
0: very smart dude and, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah the macho macho man's always, was always my he will always sort of be my favorite wrestler I, and and his story is not you know a good one he's not he is not a role model for anyone was it.
2: Who was your Macho Man
0: Randy? Oh, Macho Man! But I think he was to me. He was the epitome of wrestling. Like he, he just, you know, the outfits and the craziness and the the, persona. Yeah, the 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 fringe and everything. like yeah, it just that that epitomized wrestling to me as a kid, and and and
2: it never. I
0: don't think it will ever. It's like if
2: you if you saw that guy walking down the street, you would go. That's a wrestler. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> not, none of this has just turned into a wrestling podcast, it really has.
2: Yeah. Uh, hey, we—I don't think we've yeah. ever talked about wrestling—not no. for more than always you know, passing. always yeah. I
1: always think about. It's funny. Uh, uh, I think a lot about ravishing Rick Rude because I always think about <laughs> how, many how have said that sentence. What uh, I a lot about? Rav- I just Rick I, there's something as I've grown older where I just really appreciate how talented you have to be to just be like a villain like to be a really <laughs> bad guy like in any sport but especially in wrestling where you know like it's oh i just love occasionally i'll uh i'll email a friend of mine of one of the videos of you know rick rude uh getting up and like calling all the men in the arena like disgusting
0: losers <laughs> losers
1: <laughs> <laughs> just think about how fucking funny he's that is. Losers. <laughs> just <laughs> he's gonna show all your women what a real man looks like. How incredibly funny that is. That's awesome. You know,
0: <laughs> and there is you no know, it is a it is an interesting thing. Like there's a certain mentality to be really good at being bad or 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 being hated
1: or just be, or any just of the things. Uh, it's you just know, so funny. It's, it's just like standing up just like and then they cut to the crowd, and there is like some disgusting dude just like booing him as he as he holds his nachos
0: <laughs> and, and <laughs> he's
1: got lunch. like a picture of like a woman on like airbrushed onto his pants. <laughs> you know, like just how ridiculous it is.
0: Well, I always hate I never liked because I, I grew up at a time where like I didn't know him until he was older, and he and he came to, when he came to the WWE. But Ric Flair was a wrestler I didn't like, and I never understood why people liked him so much. Like he was so popular, and I didn't get it until years and years later, where I you know sort of understood the dynamic of him and and sort of what he did for other wrestlers and and how he was, you know, he was the biggest star. In wrestling at one point and yet he was the guy that always made sure the other guys looked good and that's why he like is considered you know one of the greatest wrestlers of all time is because he always got the other guy over he always you know sir, he didn't give a shit how he looked like he yeah. didn't he what he didn't have the ego in that sense of like but he's also a fucking hilarious and insane
1: personality too. On, on twitter i follow no context rick flair Where it's just like post videos of, like, Ric Flair yelling about his Rolex watch. Or, like, his $200 shoes. Yes. I mean, it's just It it falls exactly into the Rick Rude thing where it's just like there's something unbelievably funny about this dude getting up, like, in, uh, like, a veterans coliseum in Green Bay, Wisconsin and telling all the guys there they're just fucking disgusting. (laughs) sandwich you <laughs> loser <laughs> me show your show your women what a real man looks my <laughs> wife like more than you make in your <laughs> whole life and as a kid you're like oh my god this guy's awful and doll, you're just like this is really funny this like, these shoes yeah it's just like this. is just hilarious to watch this man call the entire arena full of like <laughs> just old dudes people that paid to be there people that paid money to be there and are actively excited about booing this guy like it is like the, it is, the... well that was the, like there is this
0: brilliant thing of like they're you know it's a it's a it's a carnival show it's an opera sure. it's a weird like it, you know like it, it's this it's this play where they're a little smarter than the audience and they play the audience and even that was what when i truly like as an adult started to appreciate wrestling was when they finally just came out and said hey this is all fake this is all entertainment we admit it but it didn't matter the fans didn't care because they appreciated sort of the art form of wrestling where it's like we know how ridiculous this is we know how silly this is we know this isn't real
2: but it's
0: it's, theater. it's, a it's th- theater. yeah it's theater it's theater and and it's like you want to
1: see the stories and I am
0: disgusting
1: I, am I disgusting am disgusting and your shoes are worth more than I yeah make. he does mean Ric Flair is got a Rolex watch and like a five hundred dollar <laughs> suit and I'm wearing like shorts and a t-shirt I look like shit he looks amazing <laughs> Rick Rude is right he needs to show my wife what a real man looks like <laughs> there's, a <lot> of, <laughs> there's a lot of cucks. Uh, <laughs> <out there>. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a really, Looking at Rick uh, Rude, like, hey, you know, he's right. All that's, right. What man, okay. that's what a man looks like. <laughs> he's right. Hulk Hogan got
0: in trouble with uh, God. A radio. No, DJ uh, had, had Hogan banging his wife and filming it. <laughs> and the whole thing with uh, he,
1: uh, I'm going to send you guys a Rick Rude video <laughs> in our <laughs> private chat. Anytime, nice. anytime. You nice. want to send me a Rick Rude? So there's buddy. also a great there's a great Twitter account called Rick Rude Cells, where it's just videos of Rick Rude getting like atomic drops <laughs> and like flailing around like he's been murdered. Like just <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the incredibly like ridiculous amount of flopping of like he's the most injured any human has ever been <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: great. <laughs> oh, nice. As much as I would like to continue talking about wrestling, I know that we don't have a whole bunch of time left in this episode, and we wanted to talk about Richard Donner, who passed away yesterday? Yesterday. So, Today. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. S- smooth transition so, from Rick Rude to Richard Donner. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> like, oh, Clark, how do I do this?
1: We, we got to get this in. Richard Donner thought you were disgusting as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 And he wanted to show you. I'm going to show you what a real director the looks real like. A real director.
2: <laughs> so, yes, obviously, the, uh, the yeah. uh, director of, of Superman, I guess, would be his... Yeah. Uh, Lethal Weapon. Well, yeah, but All his most you know, comic, comic-centric comic would yeah. be the...
1: Goonies, yeah, Goonies would make a good comic book. Uh, it would make a
2: fantastic comic
1: book. It probably has been done like eight times. I just don't remember.
0: Uh, know, the thing, uh, you know, obviously, I knew Richard Donner for- Superman and, and a few of the other the the Lethal Weapon stuff and and a few of the other movies that he made, but I, you know I went on his Wikipedia page just to be like oh, I wonder you know I don't know that much about Richard Donner really so I, I wanted to kind of get a better ha- handle on and you know I started looking at a lot of the movies he made and he really made a wide range of different types of movies and most of them successful you know and, and different and I was like wow that's you know you don't really see that so much from from directors like they kind of get stuck you know or they have a certain style that they they tend to stick with whether it's action films or you know whatever it might be and he kind of crossed over into different types of films I mean obviously Lethal Weapon and you know those were all the same but you know the Goonies it was more of a kids film but he did he did a lot of stuff but then what I was looking what I was really interested about was that he did a ton of television earlier like old oh, TV shows.
1: Really?
0: Okay. Uh, he did uh, Steve McQueen, Wanted Dead or Alive. He did uh, The Rifleman, Gilligan's Island, Kojak, Tales from the Crypt, The Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. uh, the Fugitive, uh, tons and tons of TV shows. To, that's how he learned. He started at Desilu Studios, where he did. Oh direct, wow! Yeah, commercials. So, but it was really kind of interesting. Like, I don't know that you really see people getting that sort of training anymore. And then becoming directors, you know, it's like people seem to just like sort of go from either music videos or they do a short film, and bam, they're you know they're now they're doing mm-hmm. a movie or they're now they're doing the Avengers, actors. yeah, you know, and and it, it, that really was interesting to me the idea that wow, he he spent years learning his craft, directing television shows, and then and then did you know all these other type of, of features. I, I don't know of necessarily one translate. Mm-hmm. To the other but it was just sort of an interesting thing to look at his career that way of like I, I you know I wonder if that was why he was able to transition from you know something like Superman to you know lethal um, weapon or you know whatever I'm trying to think of some of the other mm-hmm. movies, um, that he had done but oh La- Lady Hawk uh,
2: oh my gosh I forgot through, yeah, yeah. The Omen, yeah.
0: he, he directed The Omen, you know, so he's, he, he did a horror movies. He did, he, you know, he did comedies, the toy, you know, the toy did Scrooge. Uh, the Goonies. Hope,
2: but, yeah, I did not. Know yeah.
0: That. You know? And, and so it was, uh, the Omen, really? he, yeah, that was like his third or fourth movie. Yeah. Um, and, but it was like, that's what he did right before Superman was the Omen. That's, so he went mm-hmm. from Omen to Superman, so, which is kind of an interesting. 180. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so just sort of interesting that he uh he had a really wide range, I think, and then and then you know, I, I kind of feel like he did a lot of that TV stuff was that you know, sort of how he learned the transition. He could do anything. You know what I mean? Like he if you go from, you know, the rifleman to Gilligan's Island to, you know, the Twilight Zone, it's like you're gonna it's yeah. not gonna matter mm-hmm. what kind of script you make, you know, but it seems like you know, directors today kind of just do one type of movie for the most part. Like, you know, it's like even they a director, like, I, like yeah. yeah, yeah, they just kind of get, I don't know you if know they get into that or, or it's their choice, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they're comfortable with, you know, because they've never been forced to get out of that comfort zone. Maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot less money being i mean the you know as you see with what movies you know exist right like if it's not a giant blockbuster or cost nothing like those are the things right so like that's true a movie you know like a movie like you know look at something like um lady hawk lady hawk or scrooge Mm -hmm. which you know wasn't a zero budget but it's not a You know, not a Superman budget. You know, like it's in that middle space where those things used to exist more, right? Where now things are either like they don't. don't. It's it's that's it's it's a TV show now. Yeah, Yeah. they they become TV shows now because like that's the format in which they exist. I mean, I've always it's the Superman, the original Superman. You know, I I occasionally will catch some of it on TV or I'll watch some of it. And I'm always amazed by how it has aged so well, even in comparison to modern superhero movies from 10 years ago. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I think part of it is like uh, his vision for how that movie would work was based so much on charm of like that you should, Christopher Reeve was great and the direction was great. And like the story was you know, like they built it around how much you would like Superman, right? Like you yeah. like Superman in that movie, and you totally buy that Christopher Reeve uh, is both Clark Kent and Superman. And you totally. I would say you like it. it. Hell, you
0: kind of like Lex Luthor. You certainly yeah. like Ned Beatty. And, yeah. You know, and, and very you know, charming movie, just yeah, in general. Yeah. It's like, up until the very, like, the third act where luther is becomes a bit more villain
1: yeah yeah, yeah. to that point he's it's sort of community. he's just kind of like yeah he's, like not, he's a
2: huckster he's a
1: huckster yeah you kind of don't totally buy that his, his thing's gonna work right you know like you're just like eh, i don't know it's like you know which is a very you know when you think of the context of what um you know think about what superman comics were like in the 70s you know of like what Lex Luthor was, you know, like now I think it's amazing how much that movie has sort of influenced what we think of those characters too, right? Of yeah, like sure. what Lex Luthor is or what like uh you know when they did the the Superman with Brandon Routh, right? Like they called back to the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor, you know, with Kevin Spacey. You know, that was like yeah. the classic Lex Luthor, you know, so yeah, I mean I'm You've always been around for
0: 40 years at that. Yeah, point.
1: when I, when I see that movie I'm always like this is just like a really charming uh movie that always I don't it, it just works. It works yeah. better than a, you know Maybe some superhero it, movies from 5 years ago I would you know
2: and it still continues to influence the comics directly cuz I think yeah. you know D- Jeff Johns is You know unabashed in his his love of did did he work for donner at one point he was like an assistant for donner at one point yeah that's what I. and yeah his i mean he basically wrote the continuation of it and had gary frank draw it you know like the actor so you know and that ran for a while is yeah uh, that movie is is canon in dc
0: i mean for me you know i was seven when that movie came out and saw it in the theaters and blew my mind, you know, and and I, I I don't think I can think of Superman without thinking of Christopher Reeve. I don't think I can think of Lois Lane without thinking of Margot Kidder. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I I, I don't think that they're so ingrained in my brain that even the music, the music, but I still think it's one of my favorite superhero movies. Yeah, for sure. You
1: know what I mean? I'm always like, it's always interesting with that movie how interesting of a character Lois Lane is in that movie of like, sort of like ahead of its time in a way of like how it treated her as like a, as a a female character within the story. Sure. Like she has so much, so much of that movie isn't just Superman versus Lex Luthor. It is a classic like Superman trying to outthink Lois Lane, but doing it in a way that's not like sort of the silly Not you know, obviously I love the Silver Age stories, but you put that on a movie screen, it can feel goofy or dumb. Right. And like they did it in a way where it was clever and like Superman's clever and like Lois Lane is also clever and they're both smart. And, like, it still works, like, as opposed to the comics sometimes where if you looked at it with, like, a modern eye, you could be, like, Superman seems maybe slightly cruel and (laughs) Lois Lane seems maybe slightly dumb, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, he found a way before even people probably thought that way about those stories of, like, how do you tilt that to be more about, like... Yeah. I feel like it was, you know,
0: the dynamic... Which I don't think the comics necessarily got, or mm-hmm. got, or didn't really portray that well, and even like the TV show, the 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 um, uh, Reeves uh, Reeves George, George mm-hmm. like, yeah George Reeves, the 1950s portrayed this either. But it was like in that that movie, Clark was a fish out of water. You know, he he, he even though he was Superman, he comes to Metropolis. And he is this sort of farm kid. He doesn't really. He doesn't have as much of it might have been a put on to some degree to to play Clark Kent, but he doesn't have street smarts. He doesn't
2: have. There's doesn't, a lot of. There's a lot of Golly G. Yeah, there like, is. Yeah,
0: and yeah. Lois is this very you know
2: yeah. very street smart, very savvy
0: reporter that's been dealing in the city for a long time, and doesn't really have time for Clark and even, even when he is Superman and they're, they're interacting, you know, he is so, uh, not childlike, but he's almost like a blank slate. You know what I mean? Like, like Superman is even just sort of like, uh, naive in a lot of ways, you know, and, and he's so optimistic and she's so cynical you know, she's the cynical hard-nosed reporter, and he's very optimistic. And they play that a lot in their relationship. And I always felt like that was the some of the best moments of any of those movies. I mean, even the second and, and third ones that's that are terrible. Some of the best moments are the Lois and Clark moments, yeah, and the, the, the relationship moments between them. You know, I still I, I don't know. Was it the third one where he tells her, you know, that he's he's Superman and yeah, and it, it's not a great
2: yeah. movie, but
1: even still remember that's that moment. Movie. Like, oh, that's my God.
2: The, that's the Richard Pryor
1: one, right? I believe was that three. Yes. That's yeah. Superman 3. Yeah. Not yeah. a great movie. Not a great movie. I watched it a lot when I was a kid, though. I mean, I think part of it, too, is like, as time goes on, people forget about the bad Superman movies that Christopher Reeve was in, which <laughs> were a, a good yeah. portion of the ones he was in. Yeah. And that first one... Sticks out as like, oh yeah, that was really good. You know, like mm-hmm. the rest yeah. of it kind of fades away. Like no one cares about. It's kind of like it. no one cares about yeah. Superman four. Well, it's like, that, like
2: no one. Yeah, it's how we are about Jaws, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, except for Jaws four was great. <laughs> Jaws four was not great. Jaws three <laughs> D was amazing. amazing. Amazing movie. Jaws two was okay. Yeah, yeah, 2, I
2: thought, 2. and I thought Superman two was. Okay, it had its moments,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, the Richard
1: Richard Donner parts,
2: yeah, yeah, (laughs) the Richard Richard Donner cut, right? Didn't they re release it like his? Well, they re released it
0: actually, they re released it. It's the opposite of that, it's they re released it getting rid of all the Richard Donner stuff that he had shot initially because I think he. he shot a bunch of the film. Then they brought someone else to finish that. Movie. And
1: they they brought Richard Ooh. Lester and I mean he shot a lot of the second one at the same time as they shot the first one, to just he was under the assumption that he was going to finish the second one, uh, right. but he did not get along with the producers. Ah. He got fired, and they brought in Richard Lester. And Richard Lester shot some new stuff, but st- any any Lex Luthor thing in the second movie is not from the Richard Lester because Gene Hackman refused to come back without without uh Donner without Donner so any Luther stuff is from the stuff Donner shot right so like and then i think all the Marlon Brando stuff was taken out of the second one from the original cut because I Brando didn't really- want to be in there uh, without Donner like if Donner was going to take his name off he was going to not be in it like
2: so that's it was crazy. very complicated.
1: That is, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he got fired and Richard Lester had to finish it so they reshot some stuff and like um, Okay, there
0: is a 2006 there is a Richard Donner cut that that came yeah. out in
1: 2006. So I think yeah. it probably I've never I don't know, I might have seen it. I think it probably restores like the Brando stuff and the uh you know Whatever they maybe paid Brando the money he wanted or whatever he was negotiating. Says, yeah, there you go. yeah, whatever. Brando maybe he would pronounce Krypton correctly. They paid him more <laughs> money. Krypton. Never, 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 never pronounce mind it. Line who will not cross. Well, um, yeah,
0: Christopher Reeve is a great Superman, and yeah. Dean Cain is not.
2: <laughs> well,
0: it's not that. a great.
1: The Brotherhood is Superman, not not the. Yeah, <laughs> just, uh,
0: yeah. Fox News loves the fact that Dean, mm. Dean played Superman, and they play that up so fucking hard, and it's like, dude, you don't speak for Superman. You were fucking a an actor that looked good in the fucking costume. Yeah,
1: and you, you, are, not Superman.
0: Superman. Yeah, you, you are, are not Superman. You are not
1: Superman. <laughs> Those you are not
0: superman words. those weren't even your fucking words yeah. you know there were
1: someone else's words dean that- kane no one gives a fuck
0: shut the fuck, fuck up. up
1: i like superman you're not, you're not serious some duty for superman suit yeah sorry it's, i just
0: had to get that in there no
1: i hate that too i just I hate that like there's, there's nothing worse than like this dude yeah just like a fucking icon banking yeah like banking off like uh, generations of other people's work that made like a character like beloved by people and he you know wants to adapt that as like i'm superman to 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 on captain america yeah yeah exactly like it's one thing, dude, if you wanna like make your money getting fucking autographs at conventions, like right. fair game. That's right. fine. Yeah. But like you now you're like you wanna be taken like seriously for your like insane shit that you say because you wore a Superman suit. Right. Like, it's just like come on. Like yeah, a lot of that. it
2: is a lot of it is he's getting paid to go on news mm-hmm. and talk about it. Is Where's
1: Terry on. Hatcher? Huh? why
0: that's what i want to know <laughs> dude this you were the, such a shitty superman they didn't even call this show sh- superman man yeah clark, they just it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's close and
0: clark lois was top billing in the fucking show yeah. about superman that's how bad of a
1: superman you were didn't? bad superman Supergirl. you are yeah. last as we were in our superman <laughs> rankings <laughs> dean kane bottom but yeah it's just like come
0: on man you you're you're dirt you're a dirt bag. I'm sorry. That's and it's
1: just like ragging on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and and, it, and and even if it was like I said, even if it was sort of, you know, like on the other spectrum, other side of the spectrum, even if it was like yeah. he was super liberal, which would make more sense if he was <laughs> Superman. Yeah. But, you know, like, but even then, it's like I ca- like I think Chris, uh, what's his name, the guy who played Captain America, uh, Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Evans. has done a. A very good job of sort of trying to, you know, separate but also understand. Like, hey, there is a certain amount of responsibility. I think, you mm-hmm. know, th- I think that he accepts the fact that he played Captain America, and there's a certain amount of of uh, you know responsibility that comes with that. I, I think, I, a I, really I think good he
2: job. really, I think he really understands the character too, the core of the character.
0: Well, that's part of it, yeah. but I but I think he just it's like he, he's not. Trying to you know,
1: pretend like, he's in America. Yeah,
0: he's not trying to pretend <laughs> he's in America or he speaks for Captain America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where, where you know, it's like, yeah. D- does anyone does anyone on Fox News ever mention, uh, you know, anything else Dean Kane ever did as an actor <laughs> <laughs> other than the, you know, four yeah. years he, w- you know, played Superman on a, on a no, TV that show? Was you know,
2: kind of the. He do he did what Ripley's believe it or not for a season or something yep. um oh crap i had a question oh i don't what was it i don't know it's it's he gone it's gone now it's gone now
0: all right well that oh. was it That was it. i think that's all i got
1: now i'm trying you to, had to shit on dean kane anytime you want to <laughs> shit on dean kane i'm here Sorry. for it we can so, do it. No, because it bothers me too. Because I'm always like, dude, come on. It's just when you take like an iconic character and you're trying to like l- leverage it to make yourself seem more serious or like more like, you only, should listen to me because I played super. Like, come right. on, dude. Yeah. Like,
0: the only fucking thing anyone should take seriously that Dean Kane has to say is. How do you maybe play Superman on a TV show <laughs> twenty five fucking
1: years ago? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the only thing anyone should fucking ask Dean yeah. Cain. Oh,
2: know? that's what I was going to ask. Who who's writing Cap? Who's what? What was the the script that they were losing their shit about? I think it was actually it, it just came out. It was like an, I think it was actually an anthology
0: piece. Um yeah. Uh, the thing on Fox News that they brought up was um it wasn't even i didn't even think it was that like uh is
1: it like captain america doesn't believe in the american dream anymore which is like a fucking story that happens in captain america like every 10 years mm-hmm. Captain America
0: hates Ca- america maybe he no, should I be lo- it Ma- was
1: oh i was gonna i could play the audio right, it's probably that it's probably some story where
0: I mean, it, 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 just
1: it happens every ten years. Captain America like goes on a journey across America. Oh, to here like, rediscover. Okay, so this
0: is a, the book that just came out is the United States of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and issue number one of the new comic says that, uh, and I think this is Cap talking, and he says the first American dream is the one that isn't real. It's one uh, some people expect to just be handed to them. When the truth is, it never really existed in the first place. Other cultures, immigrants, we're at our best when we keep no one out. A good dream is shared, shared radically, shared with everyone. When something isn't shared, it can become the American lie. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know, you know, how is that Captain America
2: hating America?
0: <laughs> you know, like, I don't even, like, that seems yeah. like a yeah. pretty... American thing to me. Considering the,
2: we will share democracy, we will share the American dream with anyone that that wants it. Wasn't that the you know the, the yeah? Uh, Listen, I want you all to sit down. American and, to me. I want all
1: you disgusting uh, liberals to sit down <laughs> so I can show your women woman what a real American looks like.
0: Tom's turning heel. I think. I think
1: Tom. Bunch I think of cat, Tom just bunch got, of got to the heart soy, of Soy. A bunch of yes. soy eating. Can't grow a real manly Christopher, beard. Christopher Cantwell
0: wrote it, this issue, okay. The United States of Canada. I have not read it yet, so I, I I can't really... And I don't think either Dean Kane or any of... Oh, back.
1: there's oh, <laughs> 0% chance <laughs> yeah. Dean Cain. Had.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, right. well, I don't yeah. know the context of it. I have no idea, but regardless, I, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what the comic book had to say Fuck off, Dean Cain. You're not one. You're not an expert on comic books. You're not an expert on Captain America or Superman or fucking politics or pretty much anything. You're 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 a has been actor that put on a fucking suit and you were tall and good looking. That was that's it. That's the extent of your contribution to the American uh, culture is you were good looking and tall and someone gave you words to talk. Don't find
1: me, it. Dean Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Meet me at the Chicago All-State Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks from now, Loser leaves, loser leaves Fox News. My watch is more patriotic yeah, than this Dean is it. Cain.
0: my shoes love yeah, America more got,
1: than you I got flags on flags.
0: <laughs> I just come in the red, white, and blue castle. Yeah. Just a America. lot of castles and neon.
1: I have a miniature flag I'll, a flag
0: I'll absolutely how D- Dean Kane's like my age. I'll wrestle him. I'll
1: fucking choke Dean oh, Kane. Yeah, you
2: choke him. Come out. on, Dean Kane. All right. All right. Enough. Enough.
1: enough. I mean Dean Kane's only six foot tall. I'm taller than him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, whatever. All right. Listen, brother.
0: Everybody watched that show for Terry Hatcher. Let's
1: be honest. Nah, no no one, one liked Dean Kane. No
2: uh we know who the talent was uh so yeah uh the bucks uh getting ready to uh start the second half so i think it's a good time to wrap things up here oh yeah well we know your
0: long-standing love of the long bucks. yeah, yeah. Hey, look how
2: look how What's worn
0: this had three weeks three weeks he's been a fucking bucks fan i think yeah uh, yeah go go bucks
2: yeah, yeah. You have a Bucks fan. Go here watch uh, the
0: 2009 Dean Cain film, "The Dog Who Saved Christmas." <laughs> oh uh, so. uh And then I'm going to ask him about Christmas and what he thinks about well, Christmas. Obviously, he's oh, a fun dog
2: expert and dogs and dog expert. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, anyway, we mentioned uh, the Patreon a little earlier. If you want to check out more bonus content um, from everything around comics, go to oh. patreon.com Speaking of, I have. Sorry. Uh, I have
1: to, mm-hmm.
0: uh, I have to yeah. mention uh, we have Roof. two patrons. Uh,
1: for, oh! And, uh, Dean Kane. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Eric um. uh,
0: Kirby, which I hope Wait. is not a member of the Kirby family because I've probably said some unflattering things about Jack Uh, and, uh, and John, John and, and, uh, and uh, um, Eric, thank you so much for being patrons of the show. We hope you enjoy the bonus content at patreon.com slash
2: comics. Yeah. Thanks folks. Uh, Yeah. So go check that out. Uh, We got a a text today. It doesn't sound like uh, D and D this week. Right.
0: Yeah, it looks like our DM uh, is not gonna is not gonna make it. So mm-hmm. yeah,
2: we can't really play. we're gonna have to
0: do wrestling. I think Tom, can you get a campaign going by Thursday?
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of stress. Just the character generation. <laughs> Listen, I don't play. I don't hours. play
1: the games. I, I read the rules. Oh, uh, all right. Well, you know. <laughs> I'll generate a character. We could just make up characters. And we can just make up characters. Roll yeah. dice to
0: make up characters on Thursday. No make
1: ra- wrestling.
0: I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be a heel. I'm gonna so, be the, I'm gonna call myself the has been. My yeah. real name is Dean Cain, <laughs> and I oh, just. God.
2: Uh, well, oh, <laughs> you're, you're you're not gonna let go. of This that is money. a 1994
1: People's Choice Award. <laughs> <laughs> This is worth more than your car. <laughs> oh, you liberals! Was, yeah. oh, I was wow. in a taxi with—I'm trying to think of—Lonnie Anderson and, <laughs> and Ricky on the, Henderson
0: on the way to the yeah. Nickelodeon Kids Choice <laughs> Award,
1: <laughs> in 1998. And I said to him, "I said, this is this is it, baby. This is the top."
0: Cream of the crop. Yeah. Oh. All, right.
1: All right.
2: You guys. Um, yeah, it's good to have a little extra long episode today, mm-hmm. so that's good. We we owed it. We owed it to the to the peoples. They get what and, they uh, get. I, don't, I know. These I
1: disgust our disgusting listeners. Disgusting. good scumbag <laughs> <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we just started to heal on our own. Just oh.
0: eat a salad once in a while. <laughs> Laying down on the couch. <laughs> right. We'll Fingers be covered in Cheeto Wednesday. dust.
2: <laughs> in the meantime.
0: A bunch of nerds just sitting around <laughs> masturbating. You probably never even kissed a girl. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll be everywhere in <laughs> and, around. and around wrestling. No, knock out air covered in Cheeto dust.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> everywhere in and around Everywhere around